I'm Cliff Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Trey. It's your boy Reek back in the mix. We back in for another episode, but today is a special episode, man. Uh-huh. We got a guest today. Are <laughs> you preaching? <laughs> well, <laughs> we got a guest today, Miss Tierra Griffin. Hello, everybody. Give it a clap. Give it a clap. Give it a clap, bro. Studio, studio. Y'all can clap. I know. Studio. <laughs> Thank you for everybody that's joining us here today again. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at Saved and Such and all our other social media platforms. That's Instagram and Facebook, Saved and Such. That's S-A-V-E-D, the letter N-S-U-C-H. We are really excited about today's episode. Tierra's in the house, we're in the house, and we hope you're in the house. Today we're going to be talking about father wounds. Before we get started, we'll give it to Tierra. Tierra, uh, tell people about you, what Hi. you do. Okay. Hi, everybody. I am Tierra Griffin, and I am from Maryland, however, by way of Charleston, South Carolina. Wait, don't eat crawfish. Well, we do not eat crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a New Orleans thing. Oh, um, I can be found on Facebook and Instagram as well as YouTube at Tiara Griffin. That is T-E-A-I-R-E Griffin. Exciting. And Tiara's an author, like I said. So Tiara's an author, like we said earlier, and she wrote this book, Tears of an Orphan Heart. It's right mm. here. If you want to buy it, you can find it on Amazon. Or at tiaragriffin.com. realize how damaged my soul was as a person until God told me one day you're expecting every man to be your daddy and that's why none of them Sheesh. are working. Wow. Say that again. You're expecting every man to be your daddy and that's why none of your relationships are working. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find in him what only can be found in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that. Church. Listen, in lieu of this episode is Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Father's Day is coming up and Let's put this out there now. If you have a chance to get back a relationship with your father, take the chance. Absolutely. Because it don't matter how much you dislike your father, how much he was not there. If you have the chance, take it. Because you only get one father. Nobody can replace the father. Your biological father. Or just forgive him. Because not not every relationship is reconcilable. So you might just forgive. You forgave your father? Yeah. I love my dad. Y'all cool? We cool. We still working on it. You know, he missed a lot of life. So... It's a it's a slow process, but I remember one day I was in my bed crying, like bawling, like almost like depression was trying to overtake me, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, man, I just want my daddy. And my aunt was like, just call him. And I called him boo-hoo crying. Wow. And the way he affirmed me, I was like, that's all I ever wanted for you to tell me that I was special, if I was important, and I was necessary to see me. And that's what he did. And I've been living off that moment, but I should probably call him. <laughs> <laughs> questions and you bring it up now your father wasn't there for you do you feel like you have to be the one to call him or you should be like do you feel like you should make the call opposed to him making the call i feel like because i am spiritually more mature than my father you got to take the step because um et the hip-hop preacher was saying that he dealt so much with his father not being present and um he was like because his father wasn't there he was the one that was hurt and he was the one that was wounded so he needed to reach out to his dad because he was the one sitting there wondering, where's my dad? His dad probably ain't thinking about that. So it was important for him to take the step because you don't want to hurt him. And it may not have been your fault that he left, but it is your responsibility to heal from it. Mm. 
How, how long did it take for you, you and your dad, to build a relationship that you guys have now? Um. So when I was in college, I did not even want to talk to my dad. When he would call me, I'd be like, Decline. Like, oh, so he was trying to reach out. <laughs> like every blue moon, it okay. wasn't like a consistent thing. Like when he wanted to just say hey or whatever, yeah. he would call. But I'm like, which one? Yeah, we don't right. talk. <laughs> Leave me alone. Right. Um, and then when I moved to Chicago a couple years ago, like in 2015, I was sitting there on the bed crying because the guy was like, "You got to go home." And from that moment, God was like, "You got to father wound." I had never heard of that. That wasn't a buzz term at the time. It was just like, yeah. "What is a father wound?" Like, first of all. How do you even get that? Right. You know what I'm saying? So God was like, go home, and this is what I want you to do. I want you to write a letter to your dad and tell him everything that has ever hurt you and forgive. Because I can't be a father to you. You won't accept me until you let it go. So you mm-hmm. got to forgive him. And it took us, the day that I sent it to him, my dad called me. And, I mean, I sent it like two minutes. I sent it on Facebook. And he called me. I was like, you didn't read it. And until you read it, you won't know how I feel. You yeah. can try to make excuses for it. I need you to read where I'm coming exactly. from. And um, after that, we went out to dinner, and it's been more consistent. Like, when I go home, I'm like, I'm in town. What you want to do? I want to do something. But it took time. Like, we're still not where we should be, but he has to also be open because he doesn't feel like he – he didn't feel like he – he felt like he was there. And I was just like, whatever helps you sleep at night. But um, Yeah, but – So, for the people, what is your definition of a father? It is when you are, your soul is damaged because a natural wound is when your flesh is cut open through like a traumatic um, blow or experience. So a father wound is when your soul has been damaged because of the absence of a father or the emotional unavailability of one that begins to show up in what you live through. So because I had this wound in my soul, everything was processed through that disruption, through that impactful blow. Um, When it came to relationships, everything was filtered. So this guy, in order to be worthy and good enough for him, he had to pass through my processor. I didn't feel like I was good enough, so I had to do a whole lot of things in order to be good enough because I was afraid of being rejected. Like, do not abandon me. Yeah. Please do not leave me. Right. And that is some of the symptoms of being wounded by a dad. That is... Oh, uh, woman. Man. It, it's a, I mean, it works both ways. Nah, right. It I shows mean, up differently, though. But Yeah, def- I mean, a father wound for a man definitely shows up differently. Because I feel like with a female, like just like dudes, like we model whatever female we're looking for in the world after the mom, mm-hmm. just like the, the, the daughter will look after uh, a guy just like yeah, they're yeah. for their father. Actually, if you don't heal the wound, you inevitably, inevitably marry your dad. That's big facts. Wow. You that's deep, right? wow, that's if, very deep. If you think about a woman who had a drunken for a dad, she, she that marries the drunk, you're like, why are you marrying him? Because it's the only template I know. Yeah, we, that's the only thing I see. We say that all the time on the show that parents create the normal the for reality. their children. Absolutely. Right? They create the reality for their children. It's just like if you constantly see your dad beat your mom up. Don't be surprised if you grow yeah. up as a yeah. man and beat your girl. Yeah. Because you thought that's what was normal. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned um, she used the term in a book. Her book called A Blue Moon Father. Oh, my God. That's uh, what I said. You did. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. You can find more about that if you buy the book. Um, give them a brief description of what a blue moon father was to you. So, a blue moon father is like the red moon. Like, we used to say, they come around every blue moon or you can expect this to happen every once in a while. It's not a pattern thing. You just kind of happen like, oh, that was out of the blue. So it's like having the solar eclipse. You went outside and you saw the solar eclipse. It was something amazing that happened, and after that, life went back to normal. So my dad would literally show up and then for a brief moment and then go away for some time, and it was just like life went back to normal. Mm-hmm. Blue, blue moon. Blue moon dads. Blue moon dad. Dirt bags. No, <laughs> no, it's not that they're dirt bags. The reality of it is... God also told me, you, your father cannot love you beyond the place that he was loved. True. My father literally met, my dad is 49. My dad met his dad two years ago for the very first time. So the problem, and, and then tell you something. So when you forgive, you have grace for him, right? So once I forgave my dad, God was like, let me show you something. Your dad didn't have a dad. Your dad's dad didn't have a dad. So mm. he only can love you to the place where he was loved. Right. So you thinking that you're not good enough, but the thing is, your dad they didn't think he was good enough to love you. It's a generational curse. Absolutely. And some people, people, some people taking in that approach, and some people use that as motivation. Because I know in my case, I use it as motivation. Like my dad was there, not enough, 
like like you said, blue moon father. Like mm-hmm. that's basically what he was. But yeah. I took the different approach. Like when I had my first daughter, I'm like, I'm gonna be there for my daughter. Absolutely. I'm not gonna do what he did to me. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's the same thing with me. My dad was what's below a blue moon, like uh, once every millennium. Dad. Um, I didn't meet my dad till I was in person, nineteen. Wow. Nineteen. First time I talked to him was sixteen. First time we met in person was 19. And I hated him, like, hated him, hated him, until we met in person. I don't know how to do it though. Like, how can you like not be there for your child? That's what I don't understand, son. That is no way. How do you like, you know what? I ain't gonna take care of this baby. It's hard for me to like leave my nephew. Like, I'm like, a child? Yeah. A whole child, yeah. bro. You got a whole kid out here in these streets, right. man. Mm. And you decide. Both of my parents was on that stuff. It was the eighties. Don't ask. You know, it was the eighties. Yeah. Bro. So and, I, and it, it baffles me even to this day. Like, how did y'all both decide? I'm not going to take care of my children. You know what I'm saying? But like she said, <clears throat> you only do what you know. Right. But like for my mother, she her parents were on that stuff. But my dad, different story. Mm-hmm. But it's also like I was studying the hierarchy, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We're trying to get people to their their best version of themselves, but they're still trying to figure out how they're going to eat every day. So mm-hmm. how can you take care of a child when you're trying to meet your own needs? Big fact. Mm-hmm. You're trying to have be in a relationship, but you don't have a house. You don't have no way to get around. You don't have a job. You don't have a roof head. So how can you provide that? I can understand that to a point. Because, like, I understand, like, if you're homeless or whatever, you can't provide the physical things. Yeah. Right. But, like, I can be homeless, but my son will never think that his father didn't love him. It's Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue, as well as Yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. But that's a different mindset. That's a mature mindset. Yeah. That's very, very mature. mature. Yeah. Still I great here. Mature. We doing that. Age. <laughs> Rick, you grew up with your pops, right? Yeah, he was there a little bit too much. <laughs> Tito. <laughs> Shout out to Tito. <laughs> they talk about the dads that aren't there. We need to talk about the dads there too much. Yeah. I wish. Right, like, I'm blessed though. I'm definitely blessed with that. My dad in my life though. You think he got any father wounds? No, no. That's good. That's beautiful. Dad going to tear him up when he get home. That's what he's saying. That's too much. That's too much, man. Nah, no, you saying that, like, I know you were saying it plainly, but about your dad being there too much. Like, I, my dad's dead now for real. Like, I, I actually wish he was there too much. Mm. Yeah. The beginning stages of me seeing my dad, he was locked up. So, eight and a half years of his life, he was spent. It was spent in jail. The early ages of my life, I was seeing him in jail. Wow. Um, me getting to see him was good, but it was like those days when I actually needed him, like mm. not there. You feel me? Like, it's the emotion. We need them emotionally. Like a father validates, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a father gives you affirmation, a father mm-hmm. affirms you. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have that, we go out looking for that. Yeah. I'm yeah. desperate for it. I, yeah. I look at it like a beggar, like somebody with a cup and they're like, just give me. So when we're trying right. to date as women, it's like, just give me love. Give mm-hmm. me love. Like, I can't I can't live without this thing. Um, but even though his dad was amazing, his dad is not compared to the greatest father that there is, which is God. Exactly. And I would definitely say, like, um, you know, my dad's definitely like my best friend. Nah, just um just the bond that we got is something that I wouldn't change for the world. And um the thing with him is he felt like his father wasn't there for him really at all. Um and he always made a point to be there for me. Um, through everything. But so, how like, you approach life mm-hmm. as a fathered man mm-hmm. than a man who didn't have a father is completely different. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. Totally like you got a lot more security. Yeah. A lot of these men that that are trying to date me, yeah. mm-hmm. who raised you? Right. right. Yeah. 
What are you? Who are you? You don't even know, and you're trying to date me and don't know who you are because you don't know your dad. Mm -hmm. But you're, you have a different understanding because your father was able to tell you things about yourself so that you can go out in the world and the world didn't have to tell you. Mm -hmm. But you already had an identity, whereas people who don't have fathers, we go out there trying to find out who we are and we're attaching it to things that change, things that don't last. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I know for me, like, in school, I, I could, like, Easily pinpoint who had both of their parents. You could, you could tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you got two beers. Yeah, home. like come into every come into games. Every yeah, yeah, big yeah. Time, bro. Yeah, there's been many times where I would be hooping, like because I played in like elementary you school, whatever, what? basketball. <laughs> Everybody had their parents at the That's yeah. hard. That's hard. It's hard. Bruh, it's hard. Look over, like at that point, you 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 like you start to lose motivation. Like, why am right. I doing? Like, this? why am I doing? I don't this? have no support. Why am I doing this? I have no purpose. Exactly. People right. without dads don't have purpose. Right. You're deficient without a daddy. Just want to throw that out there. And looking from the other side, <laughs> I can definitely say, you know, what I mean, it's definitely pressure with having your parent like there. Mm -hmm. like, especially like, um, you know, my dad was my coach. Uh, Trajan can vouch for that too. It's definitely pressure that comes along with that, like living up to, you know, how like when you and right people are like, why is he playing so much or that, that type of thing. Yeah. So you definitely got to live up to. It's, it's definitely pressure coming from the other side. Yeah. As well. In fact, bro, yeah. this is the first time I've ever coached a team my son was on mm -hmm. because I. Oh, now you're thirsty. This is a little strange. But you're a provider. Thank you. It's like a father. You, you knew what I needed before I even knew what I needed. Uh, again, my God. I offered you water like 47 <laughs> times. <laughs> but uh, this, like I said, this is the first time I coached my son's team because I think as parents, we, we feel like we expect such a mm -hmm. level of greatness uh, from our children. We want to, to, to achieve that. Mm -hmm. But my son puts just too much pressure on himself when I'm out there. Right. So I like I won't coach his team. I'll be like, I'm gonna watch from the stands, but his basketball like the the team he on now, I'm assistant to JoJo's father. And then, mm. then I'm assistant to JoJo. I was there last Saturday. The boy was acting like he was doing something. I he even know what he was talking about. I know, <laughs> I know a little bit. But uh to your point, I even noticed like um like I'm thirty five now and I look back on my life, I noticed not having a father made me it I lack the ability to get close to a male authority. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's my pastor, my uncles, whatever, whatever. I, I'm not like bucking the system. Like, I'm not doing nothing that you tell me. You ain't my father. Right. But, but it was like a... Right, that is super... <laughs> that's how you, you can't tell right. me. Yeah, that's exactly that's how it was. You can't tell me nothing, cuz. But there is a disconnect there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like now, since I have a son, my whole parenting style comes from the total opposite of what I didn't get growing up. Right. So like, I'm, me and him are like you and your pops. Mm -hmm. Me and Breezy, we chat like we two homies, not to cross the line though. Right, right, right. In a heartbeat. But we talk about literally everything. Mm -hmm. And I've never like, like sugarcoated stuff from him because that's not reality. Right, right. you, you gotta know what I'm saying? And then we've, we mentioned on the show before how, um, your relationship with God will echo in your parental you style. I was really about to ask him a question about that. Mm. Oh, excellent. So you had your dad, but what's your relationship like with God? Uh, definitely matured, I would say, within the last year. Somebody can vouch for that next to me. Mm -hmm. hand, man. But um, my father, he definitely, you know, I mean, he definitely was there to teach me, like, structure on life and how to be a man and how to treat a woman. But... But like when he wasn't there, I feel like I could do my own thing. You know what I mean? That's where God steps in because like he's always there and he's always looking. Absolutely. Right. And um, I learned from God how to be a father to my son. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've told this story on the show before, but um, I was, I think I was at the gas station with mm -hmm. Breezy and I was paying attention to something like his hair or something. But I noticed little things about his character and about details about him. And I can hear God saying, like, you notice this much about your son. Imagine how much Ooh. I notice about you. Mm. Don't get me to cry. Because every yeah. time I talk about stuff like this, I'm like, <laughs> But I can hear that. Yeah. Like, I can hear him saying, like, I pay attention literally to every hair, to the bad toe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing that I can do to surprise God. There's nothing I can do to disappoint God. Mm -hmm. He's always like, you know, come on back, son. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a parent. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to explain it to Nathaniel. Like, son, 
there's nothing on this planet you can do that's going to make me be like, I don't love you, you're not my son. You can practically go over there. I wish you wouldn't, but go over there and commit a crime. I'm still going to hold you down. My guy. You know what I'm saying? And that's what fathers do. Like she said, God is the ultimate father, man. But I struggled. I remember one time I was, after I came back from Chicago, rededicated my life. I'm serious about God now because I got saved again again. Like, I had to do over because the first time didn't take. So... (laughs) I got saved. The first time I didn't take. And um, so I went to, um, I was in the car, I used to spend hours in the car with God. That, my car was my altar. And I was in the car uh, praying, and it was just like empty. And I was like, man, I, I come here every single day to meet you. And it's like I talked to myself. I said, how come you don't show up for me? You're just like my dad. Oh, wow. Wow. What happened next? I don't remember, clearly. <laughs> but I remember I went I went home and God was just like, first of all, you see, you got to take your face of your dad off of my face. I'm not your dad. Mm, yeah. Your dad reflects me. I don't reflect your dad. Mm. I am always there for you. And you might I, I lied. He did he did talk to me. So when I went home, he said my mom was um we were sharing a room because something happened to her bed or whatever. So when the lights would go out, of course I can't see her. Right? She's behind me oh, in the bed, right? And God says, so when she's in the room with you and the lights are off and you get scared, you can't see her, right? And I was like, no. He said, what do you have to do? I said, I have to feel for her to make sure she's there. Mm. He said, you got to seek me. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you got some deep conversations. I told y'all. Give it a mic. <laughs> <laughs> you can drop this and this one Yeah, but like he told me, he was just like, the same way you have to I'm always there mm-hmm. but see people won't be surface he said the reason why I'm not manifesting like I was before because you're maturing mm-hmm. so now you got to really seek me you got to seek me if you want to find me yeah. right because you got to graduate like your kid it's called separation anxiety like when a baby's young they cry because they don't feel like you're coming back yes mm-hmm. so as you get older you just have to have the reality like he's not going anywhere like Literally. He's for me because I remember I quit my job. Another deep conversation with God, and I was like, "All right, now I'm gonna fast for three days, and I'm trying to make sure you're telling me to quit my job now, Lord." And I said, "But what if I quit and I fail?" He said, "Didn't I tell you I never leave you or forsake you?" I got I got a story with that because I actually quit my job too. I'm a full time entrepreneur. Me too. Okay, great. People don't understand the story behind. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a lot. Nine to five, right? Nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> But it's literally, to tell. it's coming, next month will be a year. Wow. But, and he got money. Shit, bro. Did right. you see the watch? <laughs> 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 the last video, I was just like, he's looking at his watch. Like, he, got, he, got, he, got he got money. He got money, money. <laughs> but, like, it was God literally telling me for a whole three months before I quit my job to quit. Yes. I talked to my girl about it. I talked to my mom about it. Nobody, nobody understood. My mom didn't either. And, like, <laughs> I was fighting with God. I'm like, nah, like, I can't do it. Like, I don't understand where you're taking me at. Right. So, it literally got to the point where I just got sick and tired of my job. It's literally, like, three days after the 4th of July. Yeah, I got tired, I got tired of the, working at the job. Lost grace. Yeah. Grace so, I quit. I quit. Mm-hmm. So, I remember getting, going to my car, and I'm like, what did I just do? Right. Like, literally, what did I just do? But um, through the grace of God, like, I'm a full-time photographer. Like, within that first week, I started booking. And, like, it's literally been taking off since then. Because he'll provide what he's seen you. But if I didn't do it, he wouldn't have allowed me to take the steps that, I, that, I, that I've taken so Absolutely. far. Absolutely. But, like, being an entrepreneur is hard work. Yeah. Super hard work. Yeah. So, before we continue, thank for everybody that's watching. Make sure you continue to watch us. Like, subscribe, share, turn on your post notifications. And if you tell somebody about our YouTube channel, you can tell them to find us at Saved and Such. That's S-A-V-E-D, the letter N, S-U-C-H. You see the cups. <laughs> you see the cups. Welcome back to the Saved and Such podcast. And we are here with Miss Tierra Griffin, the author, the money maker. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the money real quick. Make that money. Don't, Don't let that it make money. you. Hey, Class Club. to Diamond. Yeah. Uh, you, tell them about your money-making adventures. They don't want to know about the money. Hey, man. Hey, yo, hit her up for real, for real. She Listen, classes, you trying to learn that. how to invest and make money in minutes, I can help you make money in minutes with people making their wage. In a minute, three minutes, five minutes, with people working an hour, 
I can help you make it in minutes. Mm. I'll highlight you after the show. Yeah. That's Tiara Griffin. Give, give yeah. me your Instagram. Yeah. Tiara is T A I R E Griffin. But hit me up, like, and DM me, show me the money. Like, because I really feel like the money that I'm making now <laughs> in Forex business, they hid this from black people. What? I heard that before. They, they did not want black us black. to. That's crazy. Never, ever. Let me tell you. But they really did hide it. And for millennials, I want the millennial group who are really teaching it. Like, not just one stream of income. You can make digital currency income, forex income, HFS income, and build your business. That's what time is time I'm on. Don't just talk to talk. What, what, it's a money making bitch, man. Money making bitch, man. Get to the bag. Because so. <laughs> that's what I'm all about. They can, they can see me on YouTube. Come this way. <laughs> Yeah. I want to help you secure your heart so we yeah. help you heal and right. get that bag. Where can I uh -huh. get that shirt at? Listen! <laughs> Where can I get the shirt at? TierraGriffin.com. Check the website. Yes. Follow her on Instagram and all that stuff. All of that. I ain't doing enough. All of that. I ain't doing enough. I ain't doing enough. Sheesh. So back to the podcast. <laughs> We're talking about father wounds today. And uh, thus far, the conversation has got deep. Um, but it's a necessary conversation to have. Yeah. It's Father's Day coming up. And um, emotionally, try to get me, fellas. Same thing we got you last year. Nothing. Oh, wow. Hey, tag team back again. Make sure y'all ain't eating no dinner. That's one of y'all. That's Poppy Stew right there, y'all. That's Poppy Stew. But um, you mentioned in the book that your father wound played a part in your relationships with men and different types of people you've dated in the past. Y'all see that face? She did a hug. <laughs> Man, like the things I went through, I'm not gonna say for no reason, but a lot of them could have been avoided if I had known who I was and knew my value. Mm. If I know my words, I would not have put up and stayed in toxic relations, situationships that I should have never even gotten. Like I should have left him at hello. Mm. Yeah. He had your voice like that. Yeah, it's like I like to say Beyonce. No, not Beyonce, um Adele. Oh, oh, so I should have left him literally at hello and I should have said goodbye. Let me tell you, let me tell you. So I, in my book, I kinda share I moved to Chicago or if not, it's on my YouTube channel. When let me see, even this time I was in the in such part of my life. I was saved, but I was more so in the in such part, right? Mm -hmm. and, such, and listen, for that. let me tell you. Trademarked. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't say get this stairs. Um, so I went to a wedding, my best friend's wedding, and there was this guy at the altar. Mm. My God in Zion. When I walked in when I walked in, I was looking bad. Listen, I'm already bad. I was bad that day. You hear me? So I walked okay, in the church, right? Talk that talk. I walked walk real heavy. So I went to the church. Listen, I went to the church, and when I saw him, I was just like, whoo, it's on. God said, leave him alone. Because, you know, God never tells people, like, they're a womanizer or whatever. But my discernment is sharp. Mm -hmm. I heard womanizer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, first of all, I don't even talk to you. Like, you know what? Like, we cool. But I always heard God growing up. But womanizer. All right. So stay away from him. Cool. So my friend's hyping it up like, yo, you should go talk to my man. It's like, you looking at you. Like, I can say him. I'm at the table. You looking at me through the little the, the slide of the door. And I'm just yeah, like, chicken. boy, listen. I'll go. I'll leave. <laughs> so after that, we went to the club, dancing with him. I was talking to somebody else at the time mm. type thing. And I wanted to be with this dude. Like, it was a whole mess. But the moral of the story is, listen to the voice in the inside of you, okay? <laughs> at hello. When I voice a hello, I should have been like, I don't know who said it, but God, somebody said that you're a womanizer, and I gotta leave you alone. Sheesh. I should never got into it, and I left my person to be with that person. The whole mess. Oh, oh man, sweat. Dang, yeah. and such for sure. Sheesh. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, that's intense. <laughs> yeah. And that's the part where your father's missing, because having a father around, you would definitely learned your worth. Absolutely. I would have known my worth. So I would have been able to, because one thing I, I was sharing a lot of statuses and one, one girl wrote under my status, um, I was doing a whole lot because I just wanted to be picked. So in relationships, I would give everything. I was dying so that other people could live. I would do whatever I had to do to make, choose me, please. And that's what women do when they don't have a dad. Like I want to be chosen, like choose me. Cause when you choose me, I'm validated. Another, go ahead. 
He was ready. Go ahead. Get it out. Get it out before you forget it. Now I'm gonna say like you know this whole city girls movement that took off. So that's like, trash. Yeah, yeah. I want to get your opinion. I want to get your opinion on it. because those are, is it city girls or hot girls? One of the two. Because one is Megan Thee Stallion. One is city, city girls. girls. But city girls believe that you get the bag by using men. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like I hate a woman. No, I, don't, I don't hate a woman. I hate when women call men daddy. You're not my father. But the problem is a lot of women are going into relationships looking for a father and not a spouse. I don't really want to be married to you. I want what you can provide for me. Mm. I want what you can give me because I'm looking for it like from my dad. And God was like, they don't really want to be married. They don't really want to be with somebody that can... Say the line again and look at the camera. What did I say? They looking for what instead of what? Oh, they're looking for a daddy and not a spouse. Mm. You want him to be your... You want him to take care of you. And that's not... I mean... I'm gonna get the second house. That's dudes too, though. That's dudes yeah. too. Yeah. You looking for their moms? Yeah, paying right. for everything. Not me getting new shoes, new haircuts. But that's society. Society yeah. built that to where social media. But, I don't, but I don't like the hot girl summer because that's not, especially with a Christian, because somebody got mad at me when the WAP video came out. I gave my opinion. As a Christian woman, why are you following her example? Right. What are you doing? Yeah. And because they think that this is a whole other subject of another day. Like you think, just listen to this. It's just a song. No, that is a gateway into your spirit, and then you start to act like what you're listening to. Right, mm-hmm. we say that all the time. We say that all the time on the show, man. Right. So going back to like daddies and relationships, I wanted to be picked so bad because my father didn't choose me. Mm. That's, that's, so I want that's... you to choose me. Choose me, please. And I rather. This is a quote that I put on my page the other day. It says. I'd rather be in misery with you than be rejected by you. Say that. I'd rather be in misery with you than rejected by you. I was so scared of rejection. I would let you could do whatever you want to do to me. Just do not leave. Because if you leave, you're pulling the scab off of my daddy already Mm -hmm. not being there. Mm -hmm. So just don't leave me. What can I do to make this better? What can I do to make you stay? And it's so funny because I did all of this, but guys would just walk away like it was nothing. So after you've left, I've given you everything, and now I'm empty, and you good. So now I have to spend years healing because I've given you everything that was possibly me. You know, it's crazy that guys guys do the same thing. Uh, when it comes to male figures in their life, for sure, like with coaches or <laughs> uncles, you see this cat doing wrong, but he plays that he filling that that father role. That boy. Mm-hmm. So you don't, regardless, you don't want to call him out on his BS. Right. right. You know what I'm Which saying? Which you should. You should, because mm-hmm. he's clearly ignoring the fact, you know, that he's setting a bad example for you. Right. And uh, we do the same thing. We'd rather be in misery with you than to have you. Disappear from our lives. Misery mm-hmm. truly loves company. It does, man. It yeah. does. And growing up without a like a dad training myself, grew up without our fathers, and it's uh, I think we look at the world in such a a strenuous perspective. Yes. You know what I'm saying? To where, especially being a black male, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. It's a it's hard enough being black, yeah, and it's saying. harder being a black male. Not right. harder than being a black woman. Just it's hard in general. And to grow up without that guiding light, you know, as a six-year-old, I can't recognize the voice of God yet. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't recognize the voice of God. So I'm picking up fathering tips along the way. Right. Whether it's from TV, from the homies, dads, or from just dads in the community, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like I said, I met my dad at 19, and me and him has never, ever had an actual conversation. Mm -hmm. My sister been telling me uh, to call this man. And I've told Trey this story, and I called. I was like, "Nah, I ain't calling cuz. I ain't got nothing for money. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know him like that." She was like, "Well, Nick, you need to call your father." I was like, "For why though? His phone worked just like mine worked. Mm-hmm. I eventually call him. Yeah, get him on the phone. I'm like, "Hey, what up? I don't even know. It's crazy because I don't know how to address him. Right. Wow. I don't address him as his name because like I'm respectful to adults, or my elders. I mean, I didn't even call my dad's name. I didn't call him anything. But hello, hey. Exactly. I'm What's like, up? hey, man. I don't know you, bro. Because daddy is too intimate. Can't good. call you. Daddy. I've never in my entire life called no man father or dad. And I was telling her a while back, like I didn't start using the term father with God, like father. 
just Father. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm cool with God the Father, mm -hmm. or my Heavenly Father, mm -hmm. but Father is way too intimate. Yeah. I mean, I use it now because I'm a better, better place. Mm -hmm. But before, because I didn't know my actual Father, I did not know how, nor did I understand how to have a relationship with God. Right. Because right. I, didn't, I didn't understand how to have a relationship with somebody that's in that Father role. Right. And that's something I had to learn. And like I said, I learned that through my relationship with my son. Yeah. How I am with my son. My son calls me father. And at first he <laughs> so was like, exactly. He father. Hello, father. 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 <laughs> he called me dad too. But if I call him now, he'd be like, hello, father. Wow. Is he, is he saying to be smart? Or yes. Like, oh, oh, okay. I thought that was like, for real, I'm going to say No, I don't make him say that. He say dad all the time. Like, what do you want? But to be funny, he'd be like, hello, father. Yeah. And I'd be like, hello, son. Yeah. But I had to learn how to call God Father. Woo, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's, it makes me feel vulnerable mm -hmm. to call or to use the term Father. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I was able to use it with God, it was like a, a level up in the yeah. relationship. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so I know for me, like, don't cry. You need some issue. No, no, I'm good. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> something my good eye. You know? Well, I know for me, like, I know, I know we're talking about fathers, but I also didn't have my mom in my life mm -hmm. as well. So I was raised by my grandmother. So I know me growing up, like you were saying, like looking for a father figure into like different people. Like I had numerous mentors growing up. I had a couple, like three or four different pastors growing up. It's like no one felt like filled that void. No one felt like home. Exactly. Felt like exactly. Home. exactly. And I, I realized my relationship didn't get with God, didn't get to where it is right now until I forgave both my father and my mother. To that point, you actually, to his point, you can't just forgive the person. You gotta forgive the role. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You have to forgive the yes. role because if you only forgive the person, it doesn't. It goes just to that person. When you forgive the role, I forgive all fathers so that the right person can come into your life. Because in the book, I also talk about how if you break an arm, you don't put the arm bone back in your leg. You put it back into place. Mm -hmm. And what God does is He wraps you back into place and He gives you another father to help you heal that wound. He doesn't give you a relationship to help you heal that wound. He doesn't give you sex to heal that wound. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give you a job because that's where we're going. I need to be healed. Maybe if I get in my career, my career I can make money, then I'll be better. Oh, if I get in this relationship, I'll be loved. I'll be better. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get in this friendship. Oh, I can be loved and be better. But God's like, no, the only way that can be healed is be put back in place. And I'm going to guard it now. I look at it like a Sims game. Mm -hmm. Like God's now putting you into a controlled environment because the environment that you had before damaged you. So now I'm going to watch over you in this new place. I'm going to show you, this is how I always meant for your life to be. Mm. But you got to forgive the role so that I can give you another father to show you who I am and what a father was supposed to be. But you're so closed off to a father because your father hurt you. Forgive Listen, the role. I don't know. I thought that that's how I came to the point of using father. Mm -hmm. Forgiving the role and what the role represented. You know what I'm saying? What the role, can, you, can, you, can you read something out there real quick? Yeah, yeah, feel free. Okay. Grab it and read okay, so you were saying when we were on break that this was deep. So some things that describe a father are protector, provider, prophet, priest, one who affirms, a leader, an authority figure, a friend, and an example. This is all the things your father is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So if I say I don't, I don't, I don't do fathers, you're missing all of these things. Mm -hmm. You're deficient without a daddy. And I'm going to say this last thing because I, I can talk a lot, right? So here we go. So you're deficient without a daddy. Sarah Jakes was telling a story about how um, this guy didn't eat this particular food for like years out of his life. And he was like, I'm good. She was like, no, you're deficient without that thing. You just learned how to survive without it. You've adjusted to life mm -hmm. without that thing. But without that, you were supplementing it some way because if you didn't, you would have died. Yep. So when we don't have a dad in those things, we supplement it with those relationships, climbing the corporate ladder, mm -hmm. codependent relationships, mm -hmm. low self-esteem, distractions. Distractions. Uh, that's all oh, are. oh, social media. I need to get a bunch of likes because when you like me, I feel better. I feel good. I feel good. That's why you got that heart. Do it for the likes. Do it for the likes. But make sure you like our page. Absolutely. Yeah, make sure Tierra's page as well. Definitely. I got. I got a question for you. So, like, what do you think of women that be trying to like say like on Father's Day, like I'm the father? You're not a father. Ooh. You can never do what a father can do. Because mm. if you didn't need it, why did God give him? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when I was growing up, because in the book you just said you had a problem with that, but that was my reality. My mama is my dad. First of all, Father's Day. I don't know. What do you do for me? 
I'm not celebrating him. My mama is my father. But then I realized my mom could have never done for me what my father could do. But she, you want to know what else? Because what happens is when I don't have a dad, my father's absent. So guess what? My mom's absent too. We don't look at it like that. You're looking at me like you want me to explain. I will. So, when when your father is absent, your mother's absent too. So, the gates. The gates of our life. We have a front door and a back door naturally on our house. So, the front door and the back door, you have your mother and your father. When those positions are not filled, it's like having treasure in the house and no doors. So, guess what? The burglar comes in and takes everything that's in your house. My father wasn't there. Now, my mom can't be either because now she has to keep a roof over her head. She got to work. Takes out of her place. So guess what? Takes out of her place. So now my mom is trying to fill two roles. And guess what? She's entrusting me to people who she feel like she can trust. And now I'm molested. I'm raped. I'm introduced to pornography. Mm. I'm introduced to all of these things because my gates, my doors, my pillars are missing. Sheesh. Make sure y'all get the book. Where can they find the book at? Uh, www.tiaragriffin.com. Or on Amazon. Tears of an Orphan Hot. Go get the book. Go get the book. It's a good book so Like, far. literally, because that's, you know. That's real life, man. Um, was the book uh, therapeutic writing? For me, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. We say that all the time, but this this show for us is very therapeutic. Yeah. Because uh, we're extremely transparent, as you can see. Um, that's intense, man. The gates, yeah. I like that. But, like, women can't be fathers, man. You need dads. Like, the society teaches us. Actually, it was Satan's job from the beginning to remove fathers. They try to do it in slavery. Mm-hmm. And now society and our government says in order to give you food stamps or in order to give you existence, a father, a father can't, can't be present. Be present. Yeah. That, is that is just the sickest thing. That's ridiculous. Who can I talk to? I need to talk to management. But yeah. well, it's above them now. Is yeah. that where it's at? Yeah, but you know the deal. I don't know about other places, but it's more money in the problem right. than the solution. Right. So it's corporations. Uh, but back to fathers. So let me ask you this question. Because you didn't grow up with a father. Mm-hmm. How do you look at <clears throat> dating now? Like at this point in your life? Um, Much different. I actually involve God now. You know, people like, I prayed about it. (laughs) You ain't prayed. You really just wanted him. You ain't asked God. (laughs) You ain't asked God about nothing. Probably saw him at the altar. Let me tell you. So, to wrap that up into one thing, I don't go into relationships looking for security anymore. I live from security, not for it. I live from security, not for it. From security. I know, right? I'm already. Write that down, folks. I am. I am. Completely loved by God. Mm. I am completely validated by God. Mm. I'm completely chosen by God. So now I don't have to go into relationships like choose me, pick me, please, don't leave me, please. Mm. This, all of these things, because when I'm with, when I'm dating without a dad, I need that to be validated. I need you to feel that, feel that in me. But when I come filled, when I come with my needs met, I choose you from my security, not from my need. Yes, yes. That's our next book, Dating Without a Dad. Mm. Wow, I'll be out of I was in my pocket that time. Uh, y'all heard it here first, exclusive on the same. Man, that was good, man. Man, you you gotta date with a dad, man. Stop dating without a daddy, like y'all. Like, that's why. Be, that's why your relationships keep failing. That's why you keep being heartbroken, and you are singing them them songs by all of them. What them people? What's the city song? City girls. City girls and them, them love songs. You singing all of these sad songs about. You, cause I can't even Stop listening to the Mary J. Blige, alright? That's what I'm trying to talk. Listen to these people. That's not going to dance. That's not going to cheat. You can dance your way out of it. You're not just fine. Cut it out. You're not okay. You're not okay. You're not okay. And you're going to keep going through these cycles until you heal. That's the truth, man. See, that's what it says on the back of the book. What did I say? Read it out loud. I wanted you to read it. Okay. He revealed to me that I kept going through the same cycles because I was expecting every relationship to fill the void of my father. Period. Damn, we got a water bottle in there. Damn. We're not sponsored by period. We're not sponsored by it. Nah, nah, saving such water. Yeah, right? that's it's such. annoying shit. <laughs> You're hurting. Uh, but man, that was a good conversation. Yeah, it was. Rick, let me ask you something, Rick, since you grew up with your pops and everything. Tito. Uh, shout out. <laughs> shout out, Tito. Um, how do you teach you how to look at women in regards to dating? Um, how, let me 
better phrase, how did he mold your perspective? That's Mm-hmm. Do your work. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dr. Phil. I read. <laughs> uh, now nah, he definitely just said, you know what I mean? Just like, don't always, like, I would say, like, just, you gotta, I don't even know how to put in the words. It's kind of like, um, my, my father's deep on faith, you know what I mean? So he always, mm-hmm. like, involved God, like, pray on everything. Good call. You know, that sort of thing. And, and he always go back to him and my mother. Um, him and my mom was together. They've been together for like over 20 years. And I think they've been married for about uh, maybe 15, 16. Shout out to Aunt So, you know, I mean, he always goes back to like the times of how like their relationship was going and how it started and, and that sort of thing. And not to take women for granted, but appreciate them. Because when you that. can appreciate them, you can cause me to grow. Mm-hmm. You are watering the ground. You are watering the ground. But You're how can a man come in my life and try to cultivate me? He don't cultivate himself. That's a good question. You decent. Because I, I think about these things. You're going to come in my life and you're not even focused on your own personal development. So how can you develop us? Mm. I can't I, I can't even trust you with you. How can I trust you with me? That's big facts. Right, Clay. That's big facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be ready for that same and such boxing match. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, oh, it's, 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 it's going coming. down. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Me and Lil Baby going to be on the mic. It's for charity. It's for charity. It's for charity. But before we get out of here, man, we encourage everybody to try to cultivate a relationship with your father if it's possible. And it will, I promise you, if your relationship with God is there, it will echo that relationship. God is very tender, but he's very stern at the same time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He can hug you and tell you, hey, money, this ain't the move. This ain't the move. And that's that's the father in him. You know what I'm saying? And he's such a dope father that, like I said earlier, there's nothing you can do to disappoint him. Right. Because when I moved to Chicago, he literally he didn't get mad and say, why are you here? Why are you sleeping with this man? He was just like, daughter, do you want to know why you keep getting here? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why? But it was so loving. It was no... No. Gracefully. Yeah, it was yeah. not like how some natural dads would yell at you, like, what are you doing? He was just like, why are you here? Just see what he did with Adam and Eve. I'm sure he was like very nice. Like, where are you at? He always whispers. It's never like a scream or like yeah. a yell. Never. I wish I could be nice. But see, the best thing about parenting is very. It's nothing like style. a dad and a, a daughter. It's nothing nah, like, it. like it. Facts. And just like you, God is the same way with us. Mm-hmm. He follows us very differently. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just like you do with your girls. Mm-hmm. Like I do with my son and everybody. Well, everybody should do. Yeah. You know? um, but that's the move, man. Fathers is where it's at. Fathers are. If I say one thing for real, don't, do not wait until it's too late. Make sure y'all get it right. If you don't know your father, you haven't talked to your father, please do on Father's Day at least. Absolutely. At least. Hug your father's tight. Hug yeah. your father. Because somebody's missing theirs. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't know how hard it is or you don't know how much you need it until you um, miss it. Until you miss it. Until, until, until they're gone. gone. Until they're gone. Until they're so gone. appreciate why it's here. Man, before we get out of here, that was a great conversation. Did y'all enjoy the conversation? I loved it. Uh, I, I wish I had more time. Come back. Invite me. Facts. <laughs> Maybe it's me. Yo, <laughs> uh, but we would like to thank our guest, Sierra Griffin. Thank you for having me. Author, Money Making Mix. Give it a clap, Seth. Give it a clap. Give it a clap. Give it a clap. From our live studio audience. From our live studio audience. Before we get out of here, Tierra, give us your information again. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Tierra Griffin, T-E-A-I-R-E. And um, my website, you can get all of my products at tierragriffin.com. Show the shirt one more time. There you go. Secure your heart and secure your bed with me. I created it myself. I also do that, but I don't do that for others. Big time. Off the air. Make sure y'all grab the book. The book Absolutely. is a blessing. And um, use the code. Use the promo code. Worthy, Worthy 30. thirty. You get this book and my journal, which is uh, Return to Your First Love for thirty dollars. Spell the promo code out for them. W O R T H Y. We about to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shut up. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs>
W-O-R-T-H-Y-T-H-I-R-T-Y. Worthy 30. Worthy 30. So again, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. We hope y'all enjoyed us. Well, please listen to our podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, and I follow our social medias at Saved and Such. That's S-A-V-E-D, the letter N-S-U-C-H. You can also search that on YouTube to find our YouTube channel. Please share our YouTube channel. Tell somebody. Uh, turn on the post notifications. All that jazz. And um, keep subscribing, keep, keep subscribing, supporting. Yes. Man. We love the feedback. We feedback. really do, and please keep interacting with us. We're gonna post more content. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we're gonna diversify our content soon. We got some things in the works this summer. Stay tuned. Big things popping. Yes, sir. Little things stopping. I couldn't. <laughs> I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember. Yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, uh, Tia, you wanna play us out? You do not want me to pray. I asked you. That. I'm a little winded. <laughs> But I can I can pray. I'll tap you. I'll tap you. I'll tap you. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right. When you have a relationship, you know sometimes the conversation just goes along. Facts. Facts. All hearts and minds clear. Absolutely. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for who you are and who you've been to us. We just thank you for this opportunity for us to come in together and leaning on the hearts of men to speak to your people. God, we invite you into every space of our life. God, we invite you into our relationships, our careers, our businesses, and everything that we are touching. We thank you that everything that we touch prospers and succeeds. We thank you, Lord God, that we can grow more intimately with you. It is a privilege to know you. It's a privilege to speak to you every single day. So God, we just ask, oh God, that your relationship with us will continue to grow that we will come to know you more and more we will long for you we will yearn for you like the deer panted after the water god if we can't do anything else it is to make your name great in everything that we do so we invite you we acknowledge you we know you and we love you in jesus name Amen. 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 Make sure y'all try to heal y'all father wounds. Yeah. I didn't even pray for that. But that they won't too. heal on their own. <laughs> they won't heal on their own, people. Father, right. mother wounds, brother, sister wounds. Right. So on behalf of Save the Such the Podcast, I'm Cliff Anderson. Yo, yo, it's your boy Trey. Reek, son, and all. And this is Tierra. And remember, what you do not heal will be raised to Amen. So <laughs> always oh, I, I don't know if you heard me. So I said, what you do not heal will be raised to audience. Y'all good? Everybody good? We're good, guys. Play that outro, please. Play that outro. We love y'all. Thank y'all. Saved in such. We're saved in such. Saved in such. We're saved in such.